This is season four of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. Today on the show, we'll talk about our new topic, vroom vroom cars, plus what some people do in their cars, like sex. Yeah, plus news from around the world, and we'll open up the mailbag. Totally useless information. It's everything you never needed to know. Welcome to episode 10. Here we go. Everything you need to know. This is totally useless vehicle information with Nick, Meet Meet, and Roy. I get a kick out of that every single time. Room, yeah. room. In 1908, the Model T was introduced by Ford Motor Company. It was the first time a car was available to the average person. But still, the cost was $850 in 1908. That was astronomical money. Sure. Okay. Yeah. By 1925, because of mass production and the way Ford created the assembly line, get ready. By 1925, you could buy a brand new Ford Model T, as any color you wanted, as long as it was black, for $260. No. Yes. From, two, from 1908 to 1925, the price went down drastically because of the ability to build them so much quicker it cut the cost on the car. That's amazing. Wow. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I like that one. Yes, me too. Awesome. I don't know if you were a fan of the show Knight Rider in the 80s. Uh, I, I've seen the show, but I was not a fan of it. Well, a lot of people that were car fans, like really loved the uh, the cars that they use on the show, were big fans of the show. My car, my car always had air conditioning. Right. <laughs> car fans. That's right. <laughs> it was a big air conditioning. Ahead, I'm sorry. It's I okay. It, it won't shock you to learn that it, when it, in its debut year, demand was very high for the Pontiac's hottest car because they used Pontiacs on the show. This meant NBC can only get four cars to do the Knight Rider's entire first season. Really costly, but they got lucky. In 1983, a car transporter derailed in California. Although the cars were fine, General Motors sold 10 to 12 Firebirds off that train to the studio for a dollar each. Under the condition that they had to be destroyed once they stopped filming the show. Yeah, right. Okay. So (laughs) Universal, they honored that request, apparently, according to reports, by dropping a wrecking ball on them. But kits were made out of the 1982, 83, and 1984 Trans Am, as well as the base Firebird hardtop. Yeah, the formula. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Firebird formula. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And and the voice that... that, uh, that The actor was Craig Daniels. Craig Daniels, but it was that strange, hello, I'm talking to you, had no, like, emotion in the No, voice. not at all. They're like, kind of like us. There are <laughs> an estimated 1.2 billion cars in the world today. 1.2 billion cars. By 2040, it is estimated that there'll be over 2 billion cars. Okay, of which I guess half will be used Subarus. 
<laughs> Subarus are amazing. It's the number one resale of a car, by the way. So to help people out, if you're saying, I want to buy a car that has a good resale value, Subaru is Subaru. number one. Number one in customer satisfaction, okay? And number one oldest cars on the road. So, I mean, you know, it's just amazing. Subarus. And by the way, uh, go and buy a Subaru today from your <laughs> local Subaru dealer. Yeah. No, they're not a sponsor yet, but they might be. But if you, you get want... a set of, you get a pair of Birkenstocks when you buy that car. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do follow the stock market. Uh, Carol Shelby was having trouble coming up with the name for the Mustang that they were building. After some brainstorming and throwing around some ideas, Shelby goes, hey, how far away is the shop from this office building? And someone said, about 350. All right, we're calling it the GT350. Wow. So if the shop was 400 feet away from the building, they would have called it the GT400. Cool, GT350. Actually, did you know that the original Mustang that comes out, um, now you were saying Carol Shelby. Yes. So Shelby really wasn't, it was more of, um, uh, God, what's his name? The uh, one that wrote, Lee Iacocca, Mm -hmm. who came out with the Mustang. Shelby really came out with the GT350, which was more of a different car that really wasn't the Mustang. But the Mustang, interesting fact about the Mustang is it's one of the few cars that came out in half year and they marked it half year. 1964 and a half. Wow. So that's how the car is marked on titles. 1964 and a half Mustang. See, totally (laughs) useless information with Nick and Roy. So this is really interesting. In the U.S., 95% of cars are sold in automatic transmission. 95% are automatics. On the other hand, 80% of cars sold in Europe and Japan our manual transmission. Do you drive stick, Nick? No, I've never been. I never learned how to drive stick. I love driving a manual stick shift car. I love it. And I taught my wife how to drive a stick shift car years, like like when we first met. Yeah. And I taught her how to drive a stick shift car. And, um, you know, she's really not that great of a driver. She's a very poor driver. But then again, most women are. Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Now you know that that's not true. No, not at all. Because you you just downshifted on your marriage. And folks, when you go to that website and can't get on, now you know why. Yeah. Nickandroy.com. Send your complaints to nickandroy.com. Oh, look, there's a Deb. Do you know what Deb here? She just emailed us. (laughs) So the Rolls Royce has that iconic hood ornament, right? Mm -hmm. A beautiful ornament. It has a name. Yes. The spirit of ecstasy. Oh, yes. And that's what happens when you buy one of those cars. <laughs> yes. And speaking of ecstasy, no, not the drug, but the feeling, our sex topic is coming up next on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Oh, my God. So if you buy a Rolls Royce, you get the spirit of ecstasy with it. Yeah, you don't get ecstasy, the drug. You get to experience ecstasy in the back seat. <laughs> because you probably have a driver. Yes. <laughs> okay, you know, every once in a while on this show, we, we yeah. always quote Rodney Dangerfield. He said, my wife wanted to have sex in the backseat of the car, but she wanted me to drive. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Rodney Dangerfield. In 2017, Tesla became the second 
most valuable car company. Now, you know me, Nick, and you don't have to start me off about Elon Musk and Tesla. because I just don't understand why people buy that car, but they do. And there's loads of them on the road. But Tesla is the second most valuable car company. Guess who the first is? It's General Motors. General Motors is oh. still the number one most valuable car company in the world. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean they sell the most cars, but they are the most valuable car company. And coming in number two is Tesla, who can't even get a damn car off the damn line properly. <laughs> but what the hell? Yeah. Why not? They're, they're waiting to put in the engine. <laughs> oh it's, it's really yeah yeah okay. can you believe it though that's yeah. that's wild now I'm speaking of volkswagens yeah. if you you know some of the volkswagen model names and you're trying to wonder well where do they come from and and uh, in a future episode of totally useless information with nick and roy i will come up with uh car names and how they came out came to be but mm. in volkswagen's case they were named after winds a passat is the german word for trade wind mm. Jetta is named after the jet stream, and the Volkswagen Golf is named after the Gulf Stream, not the sport. Really? So Passat is the German word for trade wind, Jetta is for jet stream, and Golf is named after the Gulf Stream. Why do they spell it G-O-L-F? I don't know. They're German. What do they know? It's a name to Lichtenstein, and they had too much beer to drink. So basically, you're saying that the story was just passing wind. (laughs) That's right, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Full of foot of hot air. And speaking of which, you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Hey. How about you pop into the back seat and uh Oh yeah. All about sex. Wasn't talking to you. I was just talking to our audience. Thank you for listening. And for those of you who are prudes, this one's for you. The following segment of the Totally Useless Information Podcast Uh may be too sultry and too sexy for some listeners. Are you hot in here or is it just me? What's your major? In 2014, UC Berkeley survey found that arts and humanity majors have the most sex. Art, arts and, and humanities. Humanity. If you major in arts... Is that and, even a course? Arts? I mean, well, arts. It is, is a course. course. Apparently, it's an intercourse with them. But arts and humanities majors... <laughs> <laughs> arts and, and humanities majors have more sex while science and engineering majors had the least sex. Surprise. Of course they did, because they have pocket protectors. Yeah, and then also (laughs) the Band-Aids on their glasses gets in the way. (laughs) And by the way, of course they do. Here's further to that study in 2014 at Berkeley, over half of the engineering major respondents were virgins. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. In college, I was a male model for the arts, uh, for them to draw <laughs> naked male models. Yeah. You wonder how this whole thing starts out, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, folks, uh, something happened last week. Nick had a birthday. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday, Well, thank Nick. you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And to all of you who uh, went to nickandroy.com and sent your birthday messages, thank you very much. Roy put out a, a message on Facebook. Go to nickandroy.com and send Nick a birthday message. So thank you to all of you. Thousands, 
thousands of people sent this guy a birthday message. Right. And because I'm a year older, I had to increase the font by that much. <laughs> right. And most of the messages were pretty nasty. But thank you anyway. Thank you anyway. <laughs> you made the effort. We appreciate that. So thank you. So let's get back to sex, shall we? Sure. Many studies have been done, but scientists are still unsure why we have pubic hair. Mm. Their best guess is that it holds secretions that hold pheromones or sexual scents. Scent. 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 Right. Right. Okay. Can we say longer shower? <laughs> I mean, take a shower, folks. If you stink like sex smell, there's a little bit of a problem. You need, first yeah. off, shave it off. <laughs> so what you're saying is shorter hair, longer showers. Listen, there's no need to be lying around on the rug. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, I have to open Ooh. up a window, yeah. Let me tell you something. Don't beat around the bush. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so because I'm older, I just got a hot flash. Uh, the sex yeah, box. Nick, Where, Nick, yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on a second, though. Yeah. Can you imagine... We're supposed to listen to the the science, the science. Of the course, science. it is Remember? the science. It is a science. science I'm going to listen to somebody about COVID when they don't even know why we have pubic hair. Well, um, I'm not sure, but uh, longer showers, shorter hair, longer showers. That's the T-shirt we're going to make. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a British television show called oh. Sex Box where Ooh. couples went into a box on stage in front of a live studio audience. They had sex, and then they came out and talked about the sex they just had with a panel of sexperts. Really? Yeah. I went on that show, but a week later, I came out of the box with Heidi Klum. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did we have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so did her lawyers. And yours, right? <laughs> and the funny thing is, when you were on that television show, you went in by yourself. Yeah, it took me a week, though, to get excited. <laughs> That's you know? right. I went in by myself. <laughs> you went in by yourself. And came, came out, out and had a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hand it to them. That's right, yes. <laughs> wow, let's, let's pause for a commercial break. Oh, it's only two <laughs> minutes? Okay, he'll be done. I was in there for five hours, and I never felt alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I discovered I was ambidextrous. Now, let me tell you something. Don't say anything that'll rub me the wrong way, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's actually your turn to tell the people about sex on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Avocados are also known as the fruit. <laughs> I like avocados and guacamole. <laughs> i tell you the truth. When I found this out, it upset me. <laughs> avocados are also known as the fruit. From the testicle tree. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you the truth. The guys who pick them must have a ball. <laughs> or two. <laughs> but when you go to the supermarket, it doesn't say a fruit from the testicle tree. It says avocado when you're walking down the produce aisle. Yeah. It says avocado on the sign because fruit from the testicle tree probably wouldn't fit on a small sign like that. Where they, right. Yeah. They, exactly. Get a yeah. bigger sign. 
Yeah, you know, um, I love guacamole, but now I'm starting to. By the way, avocados are also an, considered an aphrodisiac. Oh. No wonder I love guacamole so much. I'm eating it like crazy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then your testicles will be really busy. Oh, sure. I hang out in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden heart attacks happen during sex, okay? They're rare. Mm -hmm. Most of them happen to men who are cheating on their wives. Of course it does, because uh, the phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Shut that FaceTime off. <laughs> wow, you're eating a guacamole. According to, <laughs> according to a couple of cardiologists, when heart attacks occur during or after sex, they mo almost always involve older men in extramarital affairs with younger women. For those sure. men, it would have been safer for them to stay at home and burn off excess energy on the treadmill in the basement. It's older men in extramarital affairs That's when right. they get the bill. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they have the heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> How much was this escort service? <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to not pay for the service. Yes. Well, get ready, folks. There's hope for everyone. Scientists and researchers consider the largest sex organ yes. to be the skin. Oh. The skin. That's right. That's right. And the most powerful sex organ to be the brain. So the skin is the largest and the brain, okay, is the is the uh, most powerful, okay? And uh, th this is this kind of explains why scientists and researchers rarely get sex because <laughs> they, they really don't know what to do. Yeah. They just keep they just keep nudging a woman with their head. <laughs> hey, now now what do we do? <laughs> just standing there. I'm trying to use my brain. You know, it's like, no, I'm sorry. No, but no, that's the wrong head. That's the yeah, wrong head. That's why scientists are usually alone. They're like, hey, baby, look, I got a lot of skin. It's all <laughs> hanging down, too. That's look right. at that skin hanging under my arm. Sexy, yeah. right? <laughs> if that's not foreplay, I don't know what is. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to see something really great? I'll take my hat off. Oh, look out. <laughs> There's my brain under there. You know, I mean, come on. Come on. Just undo your pants, man. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass. Uh, <laughs> an orgasm can alleviate cold symptoms. Now, we are not giving any medical advice here on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy, okay? We are not giving medical advice. However, research shows that having an orgasm can help clear your sinuses. Mm. According to the, an emergency room physician, Travis Stork of the doctors. I wonder if he delivers babies. Anyway, the brain tells the adrenal glands to secrete adrenaline during sexual fulfillment. Right. This release of adrenaline causes the blood vessels to constrict, which in turn causes the sinuses to open. So the next time you get congested, skip the meds and go for the big O. Oh, so the orgasm clears your nose. And your sinuses. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, I, I don't know how that's going to work with people that have allergy problems. You know, you're in the park and there's all the pollen around and you're like, hey, I'm sorry, but I have to clear my nose. <laughs> yeah. You'll do. There is a this this one got me. OK, uh, I gave up my gym membership and I called now. I've called and reinstated my gym membership. Okay. There is a core movement 
that can be done while working out that will make you orgasm. Now, I would assume that that core movement requires a hand and some thrusting, but <laughs> perhaps. No, but apparently it's a female thing. It's a core movement of the core of your stomach that can have a woman orgasm. No wonder the gyms are so packed with women. And they all look like they're having so much fun. Yeah, that's right. right? <laughs> and it's like, all... what are you doing over there? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all touch and they're all touching their stomachs. Yeah, they're breathing heavy. I thought they were just on the treadmill and breathing heavy, like uh, uh. no, it's not. That's it's just, the core movement. That's just in the parking lot. <laughs> I gotta learn this movement. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. For something completely useless. Houseflies have taste buds on their feet, which are 10 million times more sensitive to sugar than the taste buds on the human tongue. So they have taste buds on their feet. So that's why the houseflies are all over the place, right, during picnics and whatever, because what do you have on picnics? You have, like, watermelons and fruits and all kinds of sweet stuff. So they have Mm -hmm. their taste buds on their feet. 10 million times more sensitive to sugar than our taste buds and our human tongues. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And people know from our show, what's the, um, what is a housefly hum in? In the key of F. Isn't that wild, folks? Mm. They hum in the key of F. You know, it also is in the the, uh, key of F or most car horns, most North American car horns. There you go. Or in the key of F? Yes. Why? To attract flies? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of attractions, you go to our website, you can send us an email. It's really simple, nickandroy.com. What's in the mailbag? What's in the mail? We love reading emails because most of the um, the things that we do on the show were driven by you guys who are listening right now, telling us to do things about cars and sex and so on. The original, I forget what the original four were that we chose. Uh, it, was sure food, it was food, it was food, animal, history, right. and, and ex- science and science. Right. And and then, of course, we brought in fashion and cars and sex and which all go together. You dress up nice, you get in my car and then we have sex. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you go on that TV show, that British TV show and tell everybody all about it. Sex box. Sex yes. box. The old sex box. Yes. But now. So what happens is we get these emails and you guys are fantastic and we thank you so much. And most of the emails say how happy you guys are that you listen. Very rare that somebody isn't happy, mm-hmm. which is great, too. But this is a, one of those, again, special ones for us because this email is from Harry from McDill Air Base near Tampa, Florida. So Harry is in the military, okay? And he says he listens to the show with 20 of his airmen friends, okay? So now not only does, does he listen to the show, but uh, he has 20 other McDill Air Force Base uh, Air Force uh, people watching. And he says, thank you for making us laugh and giving us a lot to talk about. Well, Harry, first, me and Nick have to say 
that we should be thanking you and your buddies. So if you guys are listening right now, we want to thank you for your service. In fact, we want to thank all of you for your service from all of us and our listeners. It's our pleasure to make you guys laugh. And I hope that what we're saying to you is great and, and that you guys are passing it around. And that's what our show is all about. So uh, it is really an honor to hear that, Harry. Thank you so, so much. And to you guys, at a big, big, big shout out to MacDill Air Force Base near Tampa. And let me tell you something, too. If you ever run out of ammunition and you're in a battle, mm -hmm. just tell a few of Nick's jokes. Oh, and <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> and the enemy, the enemy will die right there. Yeah. You were, you were doing so well. It was so heart, heartfelt and warm and fuzzy in the cockles of my heart and everything else. Wow. But yes, but thank you. We might have useless information, but you guys are quite useful. And you know, thank my, you. Son, my yeah. son lives very close to McDill. Oh, it's too. a really noisy place is what you're saying. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go to the gate and go, listen, I want to talk to Harry and his friends. <laughs> yeah. A man was arrested. So anyway, you go to our website and send us an email. It's really easy. Go to our website, nickandroy.com, and click on Contact Us. That's nickandroy.com. What's in the mail? Today we talked about cars. We talked about sex. We found out some really interesting things about Roy and his sex box. It's time for the news. And now, from around the corner and around the world, Thieves. Oh no! Thieves. Oh no! Oh no! Thieves, thieves targeted a farm in southeast Minnesota that contained an unusual and surprisingly valuable item: bull semen. What? The Austin Daily Herald reports that a canister containing seventy thousand dollars worth of bull semen was stolen. Bull? This is bull's semen. No bull. Yes, bull semen. Come on. It, Come on. It was $70,000 worth was stolen from a barn near Leroy on the border with Iowa. How much semen is 70000 worth of I don't know. They weren't in the Navy. Nick, Mo is this bull? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Moore, County, Moore County Sheriff Therese Amazi told the newspaper the canister was taken from the farmer's unlocked barn. Well, there you go. Now, you have that much valuable bull Ooh, semen. Why would you leave the barn door unlocked? Who keeps semen unlocked? I mean, if you're going to save your semen, you might as well lock it up, right? I mean, it's got to be worth something. And they think it possibly took place between 11 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. on an Easter Sunday when nobody was on the property. Wait a minute. Yes. So they did it on a holy day. That's correct. Between when? 11 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. If you... Uh... How did they narrow this down to, like, a time? Is that when people go stealing bull semen? Is I it don't like... know. I better get up because <laughs> i got to go out and steal some bull semen. <laughs> now, this is an unusual but not unique crime. The Washington Post reported in 2005 that $75,000 worth of bull semen was stolen from a farm in Maryland, explaining that the difficulty in procuring and storing bull semen... Coupled yeah. with the animal's sometimes reluctance to breed yeah. leads to yeah. high premium on the because, goods. Because bulls are not really sexy animals or aramis at that uh, uh, even. No. So I guess to get them excited and stuff, I, I don't know what you'd have to do. I mean, stick a couple of horns on Heidi Klum. I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't know what you do. 
Now, police have no suspects at this stage, and the case has been handed over to investigators. <laughs> you got to hand it to them. <laughs> They're going to get more bull semen. So basically, Do they have to take a sample of the bull semen to figure out? That's right. <laughs> Hold and, on a minute. i got to get a sample. That's right. So they asked a couple of bulls here. They showed them a, like a, a copy of Playboy, and then yeah. they wanted to check the sample. The they showed them a copy of Play Cow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The one cop said to the other cop, hey, stop being a jerk. <laughs> Wow, look at... What are you talking about? I'm trying to get a sample. Play play cow. Look at the udders on that one. Uh, Police (laughs) are suspects. But anyway. (laughs) So apparently, according to police, the the thieves came and went. Nick, (laughs) how how are we going to get to the bottom of this? We need to keep on this story. That's right, just in case. So you stay tuned to totally useless information. Nobody should be able to get away with that. No, but $70,000 worth. Come on now. Seventy is that like a gallon or maybe five gallons? We're not sure. We'll we'll check to see exactly how um, how much they contain. Uh, but in the meantime, this is Boy, all. I'll tell you the truth. This is a sticky crime. <laughs> oh, no. The thieves came and went. Uh, that's all the time. Oh, thank goodness. That's all the time we have. I'll tell you, there's a lot of crime erupting in this thing. <laughs> that's, right. that's all the time we have for this week's episode. Listen every week as you, as more and more of you are getting totally useless information from us than any other source around the world. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll scour the Internet far and wide to find more useless information for you guys next time. And while we're doing that, you need to tell a friend about the trend. You need to push us on social media. Do like the guy from McDill Air Force Base, Harry. Harry's a nice guy. He's got 20 friends listening. We, that's, our, that's our thing. 20 friends. That's what every single listener needs to do. That's right. Thank you. We'll thank you in advance. I'm and next. then we'll find, we'll get to the bottom of this bull sperm thing. It's bull semen. Come on now, get Ooh, it right. That's true. That would be that would be the um, the combination of sperm and um, yeah, semen. I guess I don't know. Bull semen. I'm, <laughs> I'm Nick. Wait a minute. No, they weren't semen. They were airmen. <laughs> they were in the Air Force. <laughs> I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.